The topic for today is enduring the fight doesn't mean knowingly sinning. And I'm just going to jump right into it because it's been on my mind all week. So it's going to go by pretty fast. I'm not going to slow down. Let's just get right into it. The topic for today is enduring the fight doesn't mean knowingly sinning. So my foundational points, I'm going to start off with Hebrews 10 and 26. For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of Christ, there no longer remains a sacrifice for our sins. John 14 and 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Galatians 5 and 16. But I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. We are spiritual beings. I have said this several times. We are spiritual beings. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. We are spiritual beings. Romans 6, 12 through 23. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give into sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have a new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. But then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we can continue on sinning? Of course not. Don't you realize that you have become a slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Thank God, once you were slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey his teaching. We have given you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin, and you have become slaves of righteous living. Because of the wickedness of your human nature, I am using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all this. Previously, you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led which led ever deeper into sin. Now you must give yourselves to be slaves to righteous living so that you will become holy. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. And what was the result? You are now ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom, things that end in eternal doom. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that led to holiness and results in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. These are some of my foundational points. In between, now before I go on to these next foundational points, what are the casualties of sin? How many people, how many people have died because of sin? How many people have died because of their sins? How many times do God have to give us examples? How many times do we have to see examples? How many coffins have been filled early because of a person's failure to stop sinning? How many children have lost their parents because of sin? Just think of this stuff. 
just just think about what I just said. Now I'm gonna get back into these foundational points because I want to stretch. And during the fight, does not mean we can go on knowingly sinning. Matthew 5 and 14 states, Therefore you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Romans, I read Romans 6, 6, 12. Yeah, I read that one, so we're going to go past that. We're going to go on to 1 Corinthians 15 and 34. Awake to righteousness and do not sin. The definition of awake is stop sleeping. Wake from sleep. She awoke to find the streets covered in snow. The, adge- the adjective is not asleep. Those no- the noise might keep you awake at night. So awake to righteousness and do not stand. Stop sleeping on. Stop sleeping on righteousness. Go on and don't sin. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Colossians 3 and 5 Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Hebrews 2, 17 through 18. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like us, brother, that he might be a merciful and thankful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. This is serious. I hope y'all listening to this. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted He is able to aid those who are tempted. I have a lot of foundational points on how stop sinning is important. We must endure the fight as Christians, but we must not continue on sinning. When I tell you this is serious, it's so serious because it's enough to get thrown into hell. It's so serious because it's enough for us to miss the rapture. It's so serious. It's, it's, I've been watching minister after minister preach on grace and grace and grace and grace. But the same God that gives us grace is the same God that gives us punishments. People say who are not in the church, you serve a mean God. You serve a, how can God be so mean and How can he, God isn't the one that's mean. God gave us this planet. I don't, I can't seem to think of anybody who's given a better birthday gift than God. Adam's birthday gift was earth. His second gift was Eve. God has given us more than anyone ever. And he just required that we follow his rules. That's it. It just required that we do not sin. He gives us, we are breathing his air. This is his time. This is his planet. Everything on this planet belongs to him. You are in his body. His spirit is dwelling in your body. That, that We do not have a license to sin because of the grace that we are given from our father. 
And this has been bothering me all week. All week. Because so many people is teaching that we are under the law of grace. Yes. Jesus Christ, his blood on the cross did it for us. But that does not give us the license to go on and sin. First John 3, 6-7 Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sin has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness, he who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. If you practice righteousness, you are righteous. Just as God is righteous. Just as Christ is righteous. He is telling you. Practice to be him. Practice to walk like him. Practice and do the things. That Jesus Christ did. It's hard. It it gets hard. But don't turn back. Don't go back. If you go back, it it's it's a battle. It is surely a battle to stay on the right path because the enemy does not want you to stay on the right path because he wants you where he had you. And it's going to get harder. The closer you get to God. But if you go back, then it gets harder to go back to the enemy puts you in that place mentally where he's going to make you think things and make you feel things. You have to fight. It all boils down to this. Is heaven enough for you to fight? Do you want to burn forever in hell? Do you want to burn forever in hell? That's what it boils down to. Because the enemy, he's, I am trying, God, Father, give me the right words to tell these people that's listening. Because this has been on my mind all week. I, what I've been telling people is you are a spiritual being to try to make you understand you are a spiritual being. Your spirit cannot die. Your true nature is to exist forever. But do not allow this temporary flesh that we are human beings are giving to tempt us with his desires, which could lead you being in an eternal place that you do not wish to be in all because of a temporary decision from this temporary flesh that we given. You are spiritual beings. That if if I can't get that stretched to you with all of these foundational points of what my point is, that we have to endure the fight, but we do not have a license to keep sinning. 
then I don't know what else to say to you. Um, I just wish that you really got my point of what I'm trying to say because this is serious. This, this is very serious. If you want to say this prayer with me, I invite you to say it if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ into your life. And even if you have and you just want to refresh your relationship with him because it's serious out here. This has been on my mind all week. It's very serious. And I invite you to say this prayer with me. Lord, please supplement my faith with virtue and my virtue with knowledge and my knowledge with self-control and my self-control with steadfastness and my steadfastness with godliness and my godliness with brotherly affection and my brotherly affection with love. Help me to be saved in my spirit, to be saved in my body, to be saved in my mind, to be delivered in my spirit, to be delivered in my mind, and to be, de- and to be delivered in my body. Repeat after me, I am dead to sin, I am alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let not sin reign in my mortal body to make me obey his passions. Sin have no dominion over me. I was once a slave of sin. I have become obedient from my heart to the standard of teachings that I have committed. I have been set free from sin and I have become a slave of righteousness in Jesus Christ's name, amen. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer forever. In Jesus Christ's name, let my love be genuine. Help me to do no evil, to hold fast to what is good, to not be zeal. Help me to be patient. Help me to be constant in prayer. Help me to bless those who persecute me. Help me to live at peace with all. Help me to never avenge myself. Help me to feed my enemy. Help me to overcome evil with good. Help me to be strong. Let everything I do be done in love. Help me to be watchful. Help me to stand strong on my faith. And let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer forever. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. If you said that prayer, please find a good Bible-based church in your area, get in it, and stay in it. And until next time.